So today I want to talk about community. Um, community is a very essential aspect of human societies. We need communities because we need each other. And that's a fact. Um, everyone finds their niche and their group that they align and resonate with. And um, I think that community is so important because it keeps us grounded and it keeps us in communication and network with one another. I, I, I think a community is essential and our families are our first communities. However, what I've seen recently and what hasn't been really a hot conversation, but just knowing that this is an aspect of university is kind of like the perversion of communities into creating these almost cults taking the term community but undergirding it with cultish elements that insulate people from alternative information and ideology that conflicts with their worldview so what i want to talk about briefly today is the idea of safe spaces and communities and really how communities labels in safe spaces actually you know in the oddest sense create boxes for people to exist in i thought growing up they would encourage us you know break outside the box color outside the lines you know whatever but now in the oddest sense it's kind of like inversion from those self-expressive self-expressive principles into a more get inside the box the box is safe here the box is your community the box is only filled with those who align and resonate with you and so what a safe space is is a place or environment in which a person or category of people can feel confident that they will not be exposed to discrimination criticism, harassment, or any other emotional or physical harm. The term safe space refers to places created for marginalized individuals, see, to come together to communicate regarding their experience with marginalization, most commonly located on university campuses in the Western world. It is a place on a college campus intended to be free of bias, conflict, criticism, or potentially threatening actions, ideas, or conversations. Student volunteers put up posters advertising that a safe space would be available for anyone who found the debate too upsetting. What is this? This is the infantilization of society. This is the infantilization and coddling of a generation of adults, soon to be adults you know, early, they're young adults, but soon to be the leaders of the quote unquote free world or members of the free world who are creating norms and communities that limit the freedom of others so that they can feel comfortable. So who was allowed in the safe space and who isn't? Well, there can't be any bias. 
okay, but can an oppressed person have an, a, a bias towards someone who isn't quote unquote oppressed? There can't be any conflict or criticism. So this is basically an open space to vent and cry. This is a, um, I would say like, you know, a pity party. Oh, my marginalization is impacting me so deeply. Those, you know, when I went to university though, I really did have real um, experiences with being targeted by professors and alienated. It is real, but I, I never went to a safe space because the people that go to those spaces, it's just nuts. It's nuts. And we create communities and, nor- and normalize the codification of young adults. Like when we're when when people experience exclusion, they have to create their own spaces among other like-minded and similar people. But what if those like-minded and similar people are not productive and only encourage wallowing in the misery, the identified misery? Who does that serve? It's just another way of limiting oneself to a narrative that isn't productive and we create so many labels in in academia we create so many labels cis hetero normative um black like there's just so many labels of distinction that divide us based on aspects of our identity when In the grand scheme of things, we're all just various expressions of consciousness. That's what people fail to realize. The intangible force that animates me to speak exists in all human beings. It's consciousness. And what's inside of us, the intangible force that animates us, was destined to experience this reality through the lens of whatever identity category that we have been birthed into. So for me, I'm a black African-American, black American woman. And my consciousness is experiencing humanity through this lens. And I'll never be able to experience life through the lens of another, but I can interpret that reality based on certain sets of information that is provided to me. I don't know what it's like to grow up with the psychology of a Hispanic or Asian or white woman, but I can make external interpretations through filtered through my perspective, experience and understanding and history and culture. And that my difference with those type of women isn't limited because we also have things in common such as being women going through girlhood menstruation um fashion particularly maybe um cultural crafts that we may like to do or hobbies and free time my race is only one characteristic aspect of the way my consciousness experiences reality and limiting myself to communities um, that have individuals who are experiencing 
a similar ex- uh, perspective and um, life path can be very limiting. It can also be empowering because there's a time and place for everything. There's a time and place to gather with those who are like you. And if that's something you're more comfortable with, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But when it becomes, it's the reasoning. Like, we're going to create a community. And basically a safe space is um, no white men allowed. That's really what a safe space is. Like, just look at the definition Free of bias, conflict, criticism, or potentially threatening actions and ideas. So can a Hispanic woman and a queer, can a queer Hispanic woman have conflict or bias or criticism of a white queer woman or a white queer man? Like you can have bias, bias and conflict and criticism and potentially threatening actions or ideas can exist anywhere. And the notion and thought that we can create communities where if we just exclude white people, we'll be safe from these um, things is just inaccurate. And the only person it does an injustice to is the person being coddled. And it's really counterproductive and... It just further serves stewing this plight. It further serves the dog creating an echo chamber for dogmatism. Safe spaces are not for adults. Safe spaces are hardly for children because when you put everything in bubble wrap, how are you gonna live? We were meant to experience this life in all capacities and dynamics from the greatest pains to the greatest pleasure. All all things work together to give us understanding. This is our one shot. As far as I know, you only get to live once. You're only human once. And to dull that experience and to create spaces where people are free to weep and mourn and, and stew in victimhood, in in um, their quote unquote marginalization, instead of look seeing life as a quest, and seeing your unique path as a purpose of overcoming, does you a greater disservice and injustice than pointing the finger and waiting for someone that you see as a villain to become a better person? It just doesn't work like that. So. Um, Yeah, communities are important, but the kind of communities that we surround ourselves with are more important. And the purpose of those communities, values are of higher importance than just having a community. When we create all these labels and um, distinctions between one another and just solely create communities off of that, it's not substantive to be sustainable. Because inevitably, as we all have various and dynamic identities, there's gonna be conflict. There's gonna be criticism and there's gonna be bias. And instead of eluding those tensions, we need to run towards them and develop the ability to overcome them because what you resist persists. It'll just manifest in different forms.
you resist bias and conflict and criticism, when it inevitably arises, you won't have the faculties to stand or to have a level of diplomacy or decorum. And that's why you see a lot of these people who are safe space oriented and minded, when they're given an intellectual uh, opposition to their ideology, they crumble. They sometimes are prone to meltdowns, erraticism. They can um, behave irregularly and start to attack the person on their value their value and virtue and merit, try to delegitimize the person through slander and ad hominem attacks. Instead of addressing the idea, they address the individual. And that's what people need to realize. And that's what I was talking about in my last episode about the plight of dogmatism the plight and dogmatism and identity is that when we don't address ideas, address the idea, address the institution, address the conglomerate, address the, the abstract expression of whatever this thing is manifesting as abstract or concrete address that. But when you're dealing with individuals, Take them on a case-by-case basis. I don't understand the desire to input and um, assume things about someone you're just interacting with. Everyone should have a clean slate. And the presumption of safe spaces that some of you is that some of you aren't worthy of a clean slate. You're guilty and don't have the capacity to be proven innocent. Mm, I don't go for that. So no to safe spaces yes to communities safe spaces are safe spaces are echo chambers for um victim dogmatism and um a lot of false virtue signaling and infantilization because you're not a baby life is about growing up that's what they say grow up because we are in a perpetual state of ascendance And when we stagnate ourselves and limit ourselves from growing, from getting beyond, that's what growing up is. And this is what our society is interrupting. There is a timeline of um, milestones. There is a timeline of milestones. There's a time to be a child and a time to be an adult. And there's a time to grow up. That means out from beyond, from underneath the systems and weight of these ideologies. It applies to various aspects of life. So up, everyone get up, up from under the oppression of dogmatism in safe spaces. It's just not productive. That's all I have for you today. Thank you for tuning in with the Breaking Black podcast, getting beyond the boundaries of limiting beliefs. We're outside of the limiting beliefs, breaking black. And it's not just breaking black. It's just breaking, just breaking, breaking whatever I can. Break it apart. Look for nuggets of truth. Um... And the next episode will be on unification. You know, that's the and that's the primary goal of these creating communities is to unify against the villain. So we'll be talking about that next and can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye.